Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Cardinal and Woolley on Talk 13-7. We're joined now by Lou Ann Anderson, who is a, Excellent. A, a political commentator and a writer and a podcaster with the podcast Political Pursuits, but uh, is more or less becoming a, a, a an activist in that same area of schools and education. And Lou Ann, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Delighted to be here. All right, here's, here's the big headline uh, that we want to talk about today. Uh, the Texas third largest school district, which is Cy Fair down in the Houston area, has suspended a program put in by the Anti-Defamation League. It's a radical education program, and the parents apparently got wind of this thing and got it quashed. So tell us what happened in Cy Fair. Well, uh, basically what you had is was a group, an organization, Recover America, who first started sounding the alarm about the ADL's agenda and how it is cloaked within this No Place for Hate program. This is back in July. Parents took up action from there and had their marching orders, and they have been lobbying and helping to basically educate the school board that this program is not the nice, benign, I mean, who could be against hate? Right. That it's not this nice, benign program that the ADL would like to like to promote it as, and that instead it is basically just critical race theory dressed up as a program about kindness and about non-bullying and things like that. And the tactics of the program are incredibly heavy-handed as well. All to reimagine America using hate and critical race theory. Go figure. Well, let, let me uh, let me ask you before we get into what is actually uh, in this program. Uh, the the what is the ADL and why is the ADL in our schools and which schools in our area is it in? The ADL is an organization, the Anti Defamation League. They were founded back in 1913, and they were founded in response to escalating climate of anti Semitism and rape and bigotry. That that in and of itself, and certainly back in that historical time frame, that is that was a you know probably a to some degree, needed organization. However, like many other organizations, over time they have morphed, they have evolved, and today they basically are just another social justice warrior type of advocacy group. And what's incredible to think about is that this program is reportedly in like 1,600 schools across the country. This is by no means a comprehensive list, but just in doing a quick search around the Central Texas area, 
schools that participate or ISDs that participate in No Place for Hate, Temple ISD, where I live, Belton, Gerald, Georgetown, Waco, Smithville, Hayes, Pflugerville, Hayes Consolidated, Austin, Round Rock, Seguin, Eames, Leander, Cedar Park, and it could go on and on and on. And it's called No Place for Hate, all right? So, again, it sounds great. No Place for Hate, that sounds good. What are they teaching? The first thing in order to get this designation where you get to have this nice banner that can hang outside your your school wall, at least 75% of the school students must sign a pledge. The pledge is said to be voluntary, but some of the teachers are, are being directed to repeatedly urge students who haven't signed the pledge to do so, which in and of itself seems like it's ra- rather an act of bullying, which this is what the program seeks to dissuade. But they also have to go through the ADL has the schools cede significant power over the day-to-day operations to the national activist groups. They're expected to notify the ADL when any incident of bias, bullying, discrimination, or harassment occurs. And they also are supposed to use the ADL-supplied curriculum. And in order to be a school that's designated, you must complete three approved activities throughout the school year. These kinds of activities can include things like K through two through second grade students learning about the cycle of inequality and that racism comes from quote, ideas that white people deserve to be in charge and treated better, or that middle schoolers can consider the extent to which dress codes unfairly target certain identity groups and navigate around the identity iceberg, which tells kids not to assume their peers' race or gender by their appearance. And then the high, high schoolers go into microaggressions, which are pervasive in everyday life. They talk about a pyramid of hate that asserts that oppression is widespread. These are the kinds of things that this program, under a banner of striving for harmony and respect for all, these are the specifics that it addresses. I mean, you mentioned, Luann, there, I'm just about to lose my breakfast, just getting sick to my stomach listening to you lay these things out, because, number one, our state test scores, national test scores, but you mentioned virtually every school district here in the Austin area and others across Texas, and we have not... And all this stuff, by the way, is coming at the expense of reading, writing, and arithmetic, and the test scores are down on those types of life skills all across the state, certainly. And you you just have to think that Texans and and you mentioned things like microaggressions and pyramids of hate. I heard Joe Biden four or five times yesterday in two different speeches talk about how he got into politics because he thought that we could do away with hate. This idea that you can pass morality or that you can institute morality. Most of the folks in Texas are upset that the legislature's mandating classrooms talk about the Constitution or that we have the 4th of July celebrated. But yet here you've got the the concept of hate being celebrated. This is just beyond belief. What concerns me, too, is when you go and read through the these programs, the different um, the different lesson plans they have and and resources that they offer about teaching aids and guides and things. The word ally or alliance is used repeatedly. It's always talking about the need to have strong alliances between the students and the teachers and other other interested parties. Are parents in there? What about uh, they get it they get in a little bit here or there. 
but it's always this alliance, alliance, your allies. And I started thinking about that, and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm an ally. I'm going to take this pledge. So non-allies maybe would say, you know, I really don't need to sign a pledge in order to know that I'm going to be kind on a day, daily basis. Yes. I think my actions speak louder than that. So I think I'll, I'll, I'll decline the, the pledge. Thank you, but no thanks. Well, does that make me a non-ally? And what exactly is a non-ally? Would that be something like an enemy, an opponent, an adversary, a rival? Exactly. They're teaching, in fact, hate themselves. All right. Uh, can we take a phone call, Casey? All right, let's take a phone call. This is uh, Kevin in Cedar Park. And, Kevin, you're on uh, with Lou Ann Anderson. Uh, good morning. I think with, we have an opportunity now in the upcoming election to show our displeasure with a lot of these school uh, districts by voting down their bond requests. I think it's something that, Great you know, point. It's, it's, it, especially like in Leander, they're asking for over three-quarters of a billion dollars to sell in bonds. How much have they done that recently? And with, you know, why should we be rewarding bad behavior with get, with funding these people? It goes back to, you know, we have to starve the beast as far as this government. And eventually, you know, they can come back next year and discuss it then. But I think money should follow the child. You know, we should fund students, not systems. So that's my point. But we have a great opportunity to show our displeasure. Both know on these bonds. Yeah, Luann, I know that uh, Temple has a bond issue uh, being voted on now. Several Austin area districts have bond issues. AISD is looking for one a year from November. Leander's looking at $775 million. Elgin's looking at $180 million. Georgetown over $300 million right now. Take away their money. Kevin's right. Absolutely. And you've got to remember that when those those numbers that they are quoting and saying that, and for instance, in my case, uh, Temple ISD would tell you that they're looking for basically $185 million. Well, that's principal only. That doesn't include the interest. You need to factor in another, say, 40 or so percent for interest. So in the case of Temple, this $185 million is actually closer to $260 million. A lot of times these districts also don't want to talk about the existing debt they have on the books. In the case of Temple, they have current debt of $265 million. So taxpayers go and approve this other $260 million. They're doubling their debt. And so when you have these school districts, and I would, would bet that you can do the same kind of analysis, and it comes up similarly with all these other school districts in the Austin area. And so I think it is absolutely a time for taxpayers to say to these ISDs, we are holding off any money until you start paying off your existing debt and you stop indoctrinating our students. Why should we reward that type of behavior? We're talking with Political Pursuit podcast, Luann Anderson. Luann, this is a huge issue. Casey covered at the news at the top of the hour how local school districts are trying to limit the number of parents who can attend and present at local school board meetings. Now we have this, what you call microaggressions, that children supposedly have and us white people have since we're all woke racists. And it seems like the agenda is un- our, our American system is under attack and the agenda is to absolutely take down America and reimagine America while increasing the amount of debt all these school districts and us taxpayers are paying. This is a full frontal assault, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. In fact, it- it's, it's a full frontal assault, 
And there is so much that obviously we can look at this and say it's so wrong. How can we stop this train from going off the track because things are so wrong? But I just had something sent to me here that um, Vladimir Putin in a speech earlier this week, he was actually slamming far left woke ideology because he says that it's causing societal ills throughout the Western world, (laughs) saying that it's no different than what happened in Russia during the 1917 revolution. So Vladimir Putin gets it, but we don't. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? And Luann, I know that this is something near to your heart, and you've researched this for years, and we've done podcasts on it together, but I want you to explain something here about how to look at these school bond issues. We were talking with Casey during the break. Leander is asking now, and it's a growth area. It has an increasing tax base, and we'll stipulate that, but it's asking for $772 million, and checking the the... Yeah, one point. We're at one point one five billion. There is that right, Casey? In existing in, debt. In already. existing yes. debt. So what I want Luann to explain. Let's take this. Um, let's take this seven hundred and seventy-two million dollars in the bond issue. That's not what the people have to pay taxes on, is it? No, absolutely not. When, when that bond is issued, there will be interest assessed to that as well, just the same as if you buy go and take out a mortgage on a house or you go and buy a car, there's going to be a negotiated interest rate. It's also going to go on top of that. And again, about 40% is a good rule of thumb. So with that 700 and what did you say? 775 million 772, right. Yeah. Okay. Well then you're going to be adding probably another 300. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company. The only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Million dollars to that. So what they're actually asking is is more than a billion dollars, probably just a, a touch over a billion dollars from taxpayers. Yes, and, they're, the, and they have debt right now. We just checked as of June 30 of this year, $1.15 billion in Leander. And, and that's on top of the other issue that if we don't like the critical race theory that is being disguised, I guess, as this no place for hate thing with the ADL, the only way to get their attention is to deny them the funds. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I think that people are moving into that direction. Excuse me. They're moving into that direction because this is what we're talking about here are strictly your school boards or your school districts. You need to also remember that you have similar debt, maybe not to the degree of your your, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Gra- gra- yes. Grab, not, grab not, a sip of water there. We'll right, cover there we for you. I've, I've got it now. No, right. not only you know you have your taxes that you're paying to your school district, but you also have a city, a municipality that you're paying taxes to, your county you're paying taxes, and a lot of people have some type of uh, junior college district. I want you to mention again, Luann, can you go through that list of local ISDs, particularly in Austin? Folks, this is in your school district. This is happening in our neighborhood to our kids. 
It's called the No Place for Hate. It's part of the Reimagining America, and it's in what school districts? Temple, Belton, Gerald, Georgetown, Waco, Smithville, Hayes Consolidated, Pflugerville, Austin, Round Rock, Seguin, Eames, Leander, and Cedar Park are the ones that I, I have I have gone and been able to find. No place for hate, as if our kids need to be accused of being little children. That when we're born, we are born with innocence. We are taught hate. We are taught to fear. We are taught greed. These are human characteristics that are learned. And now, what we're doing is indoctrinating these kids, thinking that they are bad. That we're born bad. That we're born with systemic racism, and and then the school districts are trying to stop parents from having an influence in their kids' education. Well, the activity guidelines for the ADL program, it specifically states, I'm quoting here, each year ADL receives activities from participating No Place for Hate schools that focus on kindness. Although learning how to demonstrate kindness is an important part of a child's social and emotional development, ADL highly encourages schools in designing their activities to move beyond kindness to social justice. Uh, yeah, and, and the uh, and we got a, just a minute here. You might comment on one other thing here uh, on this, and that is that the ADL sends out these awards to these uh, schools. The schools write press releases, probably supplied by the ADL, and the local newspapers eat it up. Yep. Without a doubt, they eat it up. And, and part of what they do, too, and because let's not think that this is just something that is happening quietly in the campus level. Most of the time when they get these designations, they'll have some type of ceremony at a school board meeting, present them the banners and all of that, have a little photo op with that. And so from the campus level all the way up into your administration, to your school board, they are aware of this going on. And right. so many of the teachers got to be just frustrated. With and we'll this. leave it there for time. Uh, but uh, amazing stuff, Luann, and keep fighting the good fight. And uh, let's deny some of these school districts all this debt that they want to rack up until we can get rid of CRT. And thank you so much. Thank you. Cardle and Woolley, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. on Talk 1370. That was this morning when I had the pleasure of being on the Cardle and Woolley show, getting to talk with both Jim Cardle and Lynn Woolley. Their show is heard 7 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday on Talk 1370 out of Austin. I highly recommend you tune in on a regular basis. They have some great topics that they discuss. They offer great perspective, have some really good guests on. I do encourage you to keep up with Cardle and Woolley. But a couple of points that I didn't get to mention during our broadcast that I would like to cover here right now. First off, SciFair ISD suspension of the No Place for Hate program. It is a great step. Kudos to SciFair. I hope, happy that you were the first. I hope that you are not the last. With regard to SciFair, that district, the third largest in the state of Texas, it has approximately 120,000 students. So 120,000 students have been potentially exposed to the No Place for Hate curriculum. SciFair ISD board president, a guy named Bob Covey, he said that a number of the campuses have participated in this program for more than 20 years. Now, now SciFair 
obviously has been growing over these last two decades, but it's kind of mind-boggling to think just how many kids have been exposed to this type of critical race theory philosophy and over all of these years and it's a rather stunning number but then again when we look at what's happening in our society today and you look at the people you look at employees and companies you look at what's happening on the college campuses this mindset does seem to have found a place in a certain segment of our society then it just goes to show how dangerous this really can be. A couple of other things. We don't know exactly the degree to which the schools are using this program. If you read through all of the the curriculum and the training guides and the teacher resources and everything, it is a robust program that a whole lot of time could be spent on it. But even if you fulfill just the minimal requirements to get that no place for hate designation that so many of these schools proudly, proudly uh, proclaim that they have, that still takes away significant time from academics. School districts, they kind of operate with a follow-the-leader mindset. Now, in doing that, it oftentimes leads to practices that aren't real helpful with regard to taxpayer interests. You know, when they have these follow-the-leader mindsets, that's when everybody wants to have a big old bloated staff, especially on the administrative and and school staff at the campus-level side of things. Everybody needs these bright, new, shiny facilities. Everybody's got to have an extravagant football stadium. Everybody's got to be able to do those UIL competitions, so we need a state-of-the-art theater arts complex. When it comes to staffing, one guy gets the DEI, the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer. By gosh, we all need to have one. They're used to the the follow-the-leader mindset. I get that. Long time said, government in general is a monkey-see-monkey-do type operation. With that as the case, SciFair's suspension of the No Place for Hate program offers opportunity to acknowledge growing and legitimate public outrage regarding school districts' use of critical race ideology, be it used by that name or any other names. And make no mistake, my friends, make no mistake, no place for hate is one of those alternately named programs. An ISD truly concerned about students, all students, an ISD truly concerned about the future of our country would follow SciFair's lead. It would signal parents, taxpayers, and other concerned citizens that their concerns are not just recognized, but they are being addressed. When they tell you we have to teach character education curriculum, it's mandated by the state, they can do that. It doesn't have to include critical race theory. Here where I live, the Temple ISD, oh, they're they're a Me Too district. They love to emulate the behavior of other districts. They do it in debt. They do it when asking approval of robust bond packages. As we heard during the, the interview this morning, Temple isn't the only one looking for a big bond package relative to the size of the district. A lot of times these Me Too, these uh, follow-the-leader mindsets, cost taxpayers a lot of money, doesn't well serve their interest. But, as I said, SciFair, their suspension of the No Place for Hate program, it offers an opportunity. So why don't these districts 
And this is my, my message to any school districts listening here. Why not me too this time for something positive? How about taking a step to shut down a movement that is sowing division, distrust, and contempt between groups of people? It's happening at the campus levels with the students. What do you think when that division grows up to be an adult? How is that going to manifest itself? You want to talk about a pyramid of hate? You got one you're building there. School districts like to espouse how we're all in this together. Well, if that's the case, truly, then this is a great opportunity to show if it's for real. Get rid of these No Place for Hate programs. Sci-Fair, congratulations. Temple and every other district out there, we're watching to see if you have the courage to follow suit. Meanwhile, early voting is underway for the November 2nd election. It will be going on this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, October 23rd and 24th, but it also will continue next week, October 25th through the 29th. That's Monday through Friday with then the actual voting day being on November 2nd. People should get out and let their voices be heard. The information that we've talked about today, we are finding out that there is a lot of these government entities, especially the school district, that they have a lot of existing debt, but they still want more. Sometimes, in the case of like Temple, they're looking to double the debt that they have on the books. Do you do that very often in your house? I know we don't. To close, I'll make this last point. Right now, there's many of us who are tightening our belts, so to speak, because we are seeing economic conditions around us that are declining. We also are aware of what's going on in the world to the point that it's a pretty good bet that things aren't going to be getting any better any time soon. So we're here tightening our belts. With that, Should your ISD or your city or your county or anybody else be coming to you saying, hey, taxpayer, I know you're tightening your belt, but I need a new one. Can you hand over the money? Is this the time for that? Why is it if it's good enough for us to tighten our belts, why doesn't government need to do the same thing? That's one point of view. Something else, perhaps at this point in time, it also is a good a good opportunity to tell these government entities that we're withholding the money because the first thing you need to go do is pay off existing debt. Oh, and by the way, something else that would help, why don't you stop indoctrinating our students? Get rid of divisive programs that teach hate, like the No Place for Hate program. This is Lou Ann Anderson. You've been listening to Political Pursuits. We'll talk soon. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN.